0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Take the Stage Coaching Podcast, where I help artists successfully navigate the pressures of their entrepreneurial careers. This is professional certified mindfulness coach, Evan Dunn Baritone, and you are listening to episode 87. Is everyone saying no to your singing career? Well, we here at Take the Stage Opera Podcast say toy, toy, toy. Find out what is holding you back so you can stop waiting in the wings and go out and get your standing ovation. There are no forbidden topics here, so get your ticket and find your seat. In Boca Lupo. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for being with me. It's kind of a lovely stormy evening, and I just finished a rehearsal for The Sound of Music, which is so much fun. Um, It's been amazing uh, revisiting the captain. I actually learned the role of the captain uh, before the pandemic, um, but I didn't get to perform it. And he's such an interesting, complex character, Not unlike The Beast, who I've also done from Beauty and the Beast, and Adam Ponopy from Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. I feel like I'm getting a little typecast here. (laughs) But um, it's so fun to work on my acting, and um, I just love doing some musical theater. And tonight, Hannah's at yoga. The kids are sleeping, and I'm just really excited to be here with you after a long day Of teaching and rehearsing and coaching and working and all of these amazing things. Thank you for joining with me. Um, We have had an amazing month here at Take the Sage Coaching. The podcast had its best week of downloads ever and that's really exciting and just so far this month has been the best month that we've ever had. So thank you for helping that to happen and Thank you for listening. Um, If this podcast has been helpful for you, I hope that you share it with your friends or colleagues. There really is something beautiful about sharing goodness with other people. In fact, it's funny. My brother once teased me about having a podcast. He's like, why would you have a podcast where you help other singers? You know that they're your competition, right? (laughs) And he was just teasing me. But, you know, I really do want to help other singers and artists. To have success, and maybe I have a selfish ulterior motive, because honestly, the more that other people improve their mindfulness, the better this career becomes for me. Can you imagine working with a cast of people who are self motivated, who um, you know believe strongly in themselves, but also are able to authentically connect with you? You know, rather than being afraid of each other or feeling like we're competition, but actually mindfully supporting each other, wanting each other to succeed so that we can all have a better journey in this career. That's kind of an exciting thing to think about. We would lift each other up. We would be emotionally resilient and we push ourselves and push each other. And that's amazing. And honestly, that's what I feel from you. So thank you so much for sharing with me. Today, I'm going to tell you a story that has happened to all of us in one form or another. It probably looks different to each of us, and the details will vary from person to person, but I'm wondering if any of you can relate to this kind of theoretical story. I woke up today, I brushed my teeth, I made my bed, I exercise and I tried to drink plenty of water, And earlier this week, I planned out my whole week so that I know what I'm doing. I created a budget for myself for this month that I've been working on following. I paid my bills. I'm getting organized. And I even have set some boundaries with my work so that I can have some quiet time in the evenings, not be distracted by my boss calling me or answering emails to clients. And to top it all off, I lit my favorite candle. I took a soothing bath and then I ate a bowl of my favorite treat. I don't know. And then the craziest thing happened. I still don't feel cared for. So this is kind of like a list of a gazillion things that you could potentially do for your self-care and there's other things and we all do different things right but imagine yourself having done some of these things and then you still feel kind of anxious or sad bored stressed worried etc or whatever other feelings that you know don't seem particularly helpful for you has this ever happened to you I'm wondering I'm starting to wonder as I go through this story in my head how come self-care doesn't work for me? <laughs> and um you know we can hear about self-care all day long but it seems like something might be missing, right? How come it doesn't always work? And so if you have found yourself wondering about this, you might have thought, well, "Why even do this self-care stuff if I can't even appreciate it and feel better while I'm doing it, you know? And so sometimes self-care can feel kind of empty. And that is what I would like to talk about with all of you today. So now here's an actual day in the life experience for me. I remember one time when I went out to mow the lawn and it was the first time I was mowing the lawn in the season. Um, The first time in the spring, you know, when I got out the lawnmower, checked the oil, put in gas, checking to make sure it was still working and everything. And, you know, mowing the lawn used to not be my favorite thing to do. I just really didn't enjoy it. But over time, I have grown to enjoy it. I can listen to a podcast sometimes while I'm doing it, an inspiring podcast, or sometimes I just have some me time. Anyway, so I got out and I mowed the lawn and the grass had gotten really scraggly before I mowed it because I hadn't started maybe as soon as I could have. Um, But I mowed the lawn and it looked so much nicer, okay? And then I went about my day, I went and got ready for work, met with some clients. And then as I was walking back home, I got back home and I saw my mowed lawn and I just kind of dismissed it in my mind and started to walk into the house. And it's almost like I wanted to slow down and enjoy the fact that I would mowed my lawn. But my thought in my brain was kind of like, well, of course you mowed the lawn. That's what you're supposed to do. Duh. <laughs> and so it was interesting because the fact that I had mowed the lawn and made my lawn look better didn't make me happy. Even though I do, in fact, like seeing my grass nice and neat, the action that I did for myself didn't actually change anything for myself. And so as I was walking to the house, I kind of realized this and thought, oh, I actually would like to enjoy the fact that I mowed the lawn. So I paused and I looked back out, looked over my lawn, and I gave myself a moment to recognize my work and to thank myself for what I had done for myself and just enjoy it. And I realized that mowing the lawn in and of itself, that action wouldn't make me feel cared for. What made me feel cared for was turning the spotlight of my mind and then actually recognizing and thinking about the, the act that I had done for myself and appreciating it. It was a super simple moment. There was no pageantry of, you know, self-congratulation, like, oh, my gosh, I got to go out and party now and celebrate the fact that I did this for myself. But even though it was so simple, I was I changed the way that I was thinking And I was able to create a powerful moment of love for myself. And I felt appreciated. I felt cared for. And I felt empowered to continue caring for myself. And I know, I know, you're all thinking, how come it always comes back to my thoughts? How come the answer is always my thoughts? (laughs) It couldn't possibly be that simple, right? But really, It is simple, not that it's always easy to do, to learn how to manage your thoughts. It's a journey of a lifetime, but it really is a simple idea, and it really is the thing that can change the most if you choose to focus your mind in a different direction. You know what? Your mind will always offer you a thought to believe, but it's you that gets to choose whether you dwell on the thought that your brain offers you or whether you focus your attention elsewhere, somewhere that feels more helpful for you. So in that moment, I chose to focus my attention on the act of kindness I had done for myself, and that made all the difference. Not the fact that I had actually done the action of mowing the lawn in the first place if that makes sense that's why i correct clients when they say something like well ice cream makes me happy or going to the beach makes me happy or my dog makes me happy like there's always a thing or an action or someone else or whatever that you you think in your head oh these things make me happy but then i ask is it possible for you for example, is it possible for you to have ice cream and still feel sad? <gasps> or can you feel sad if you're going to the beach or if you're with your dog? And of course, they're like, well, yeah, I guess so. I guess, you know, sometimes I like angry my ice cream and it's not really like a happy experience. And then I follow up. So how is it possible that ice cream makes you happy if it doesn't always make you happy? <laughs> it's not the ice cream. You see, it isn't things or actions or people or circumstances that make you happy. It really is your own thoughts about what is happening that determine how you feel. So if you want to feel cared for, um, remember to go and check out episode 45. It's called self-care is sexy dot 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 sort of. (laughs) And in that episode, um, I talked about how doing simple things and doing them as gifts for your future self is really a great form of self-care. And that is so true. But I want to add to that today that all of the acts of self-care that you do for yourself won't really mean anything if you still continue to maybe belittle yourself or speak critically to yourself, about yourself, or if you're believing fearful and anxious thoughts. Or in my situation with the lawn, I saw the lawn and I was like, well, of course you're supposed to mow the lawn. That's just what you're supposed to do. You know, it's kind of like, you should have done that and you did it, (laughs) whoop-dee-doo. And that really was... It kind of blocked me from being able to feel the self-care that I had done for myself. So if you are struggling with your thoughts, first of all, don't beat yourself up about that. <laughs> if you do, you are in such good company because that's what everyone in the world struggles with. Um, Even though it's in different forms, it looks different for everyone. And that's exactly what I help my clients to do, learn how to think Different and more helpful thoughts. But one of the most sim- simple thoughts that I'd like to offer for you today to start practicing is I am grateful to my past self for fill in the blank, whatever it is that you did for yourself. I'm just grateful. I'm going to take a moment and decide to be grateful, whether or not my initial feeling, like the instinctive feeling that comes to me is gratitude. I'm going to choose to focus my lens of gratitude over the situation. I'm going to choose to feel grateful. And then if you want to take it even a step further, you might say to yourself, I'm grateful to my past self because I deserve this gift for myself. And like I said, you might initially not believe that you deserve it. You might be beating yourself up about something or say, oh, but I screwed up about something this this afternoon, so I don't deserve this. (laughs) But choosing to focus a lens of deserving for yourself, noticing the good in you and focusing your attention on that and your attention on the gratitude that you feel for yourself. I know it's radical that something so simple like, focusing your attention can help you. But if you practice it and allow yourself some time to believe it and then continue giving yourself these gifts of self-care, then the feelings can get stronger and stronger and more believable. The other reason I love this is it feels like a way to celebrate myself. And when I say celebrate, I know sometimes we say like, Oh, I got a promotion at work. I want to celebrate. Or, like, I was able to break a habit that I didn't want to have anymore. And I want to sell, I want to find a way to celebrate for myself. And we usually mean, like, I need to get a gift for myself. Or maybe I need to go out with my friends to celebrate. Or, you know, maybe I need to spend money or I need a treat. And um, those things are awesome. You know, celebrating yourself with a little gift that's great. Or going out with your friends. But what I'm, what I would like to say here is that those aren't the only ways to celebrate yourself. You don't need to go out and spend money. Hey, I just love thinking about a little celebration that I can give for myself in my life. And, um, for example, after I mow the lawn, looking out at the lawn, Taking a deep breath and just enjoying that the lawn looks so much better. And I enjoy that. Okay, another thing that I do for myself is that sometimes I'll wrap my arms around myself, take a deep breath, and tell myself, thank you for what I've done. Sometimes it just takes a pause, a breath, a moment to myself, just a gentle smile and recognizing something. I have these simple moments where I focus on the care that I give myself and then I appreciate it. And these simple steps help me to build a stronger relationship with myself. How cool is that? A strong relationship with myself. As I do this, I learn to trust myself more. I feel more authentic about myself. I feel more comfortable in my own skin. I feel calmer and more present. And I feel like I'm able to connect with other people because I can appreciate them and love them more authentically as well. It's like I've built this relationship of doing things that help me, that serve me, that help me to feel cared for. And then I focus my attention on those things and shower my past self with gratitude for what I've given myself. And I build that relationship of trust. So if you are struggling to love yourself, if self-care doesn't always work for you as well as you'd like, or if you just want to create some simple moments of joy, for yourself, then I would invite you to practice the thoughts of thanking yourself. And if you need help figuring out how to do these actions or thoughts for yourself, then don't hesitate. Take this chance to change the course of your future self forever. Sign up for a free sample session at evandunn.com. You will be so glad that you did. Remember, you are the one with the the power. You choose where to focus your energy. And I hope that you are choosing to focus your energy on loving and supporting yourself. Now stop waiting in the wings. The world needs your voice. So go out and take the stage. In Boca Lupo. Thank you for listening to another episode of Take the Stage Opera Podcast. We love hearing from you, so please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast and give us a review. It helps us to continue delivering quality material.